Hello and welcome to Coffee with Cindy, a weekly devotion to strengthen and encourage you. Here is your host, Cindy Lauterbach. Welcome to Coffee with Cindy. And thank you for spending just a few moments with me, especially during this very busy Christmas season. So let's think for a moment. I have a question for you. What is your all-time favorite Christmas song? The one you sing every Christmas. The one that when you hear it reminds you of a wonderful memory. Maybe it's a hymn. Maybe it's that song that you sing every Christmas Eve that puts you in the Christmas spirit. For me, my favorite Christmas song is Away in a Manger. I love the simple message about the birth of our Savior, Jesus Christ, and how he came into the world. How he was born in a lowly manger, in a stable. And there was no place for him to lie his head. There was no bed. So his head was laid in a manger. And I love the part that says when the the animals, see the cattle and the sheep, the donkey, when they were stirring and making noise, the baby Jesus, he woke up. But no crying did he make. He didn't make a sound. I love the part of the verse that says that we ask him to be near us and to stay close to us forever. That's very personal to me because I need the Lord Jesus to stay near me, to stay close by me forever. Not only forever, but every moment of every day. Don't you? This Christmas song, Away in a Manger, reminds me how very, very much God loves us by sending us his son for me and for you, for all of us. He sent his son for each and every one of us, sending him as a baby born in a stable. He came into the world without much fanfare or expectations, didn't he? Imagine that. And there was no room for him except in a stable with the animals. And you know, Mary and Joseph, they gladly accepted this. They gladly accepted what they were offered, a manger in a stable. They said that was fine. They weren't disgruntled, they weren't angry. They were grateful that there was a place, that there was room for them in this stable. I'm thinking, How many of us would accept a stable for us as a place to spend the night? A stable outside with the animals. How many of us would be thrilled with that? How many of us would readily accept that? Hmm. No room for them except in a stable. No room for the Savior of the world, for God's Son. How about us? How about you? Do you have room in your hearts? Do you have room on your calendars for God's Son? And if so, how much? How much room do you have for Him? If you made a list of the most important people in your life, what number 
would Jesus be? If you're trying to figure it out, a real easy way to figure it out is to calculate how much time you spend with him. Do you spend time with him on a weekly basis, a monthly basis, or maybe only an annual basis at Christmas time? That should give you a good indication of how important he is in your life. If we say we've given him first place, but then we don't talk to him except at Christmas time, we need to really reevaluate the place that Jesus actually has in our lives. Maybe you found yourself responding to this question, I have no room for God's son. Just like the innkeepers in Bethlehem, no room available, all booked up, filled to capacity. Sometimes our lives seem to be so filled, every moment has a place for something or someone else other than Jesus. Every moment takes priority over God's Son. Are our lives so filled with things, things that are here today and gone tomorrow, that we have left no room in our hearts and our lives for God's Son? We just can't seem to squeeze Jesus in anywhere. And just as Joseph, he knocked on the doors, looking for a place for them to stay. Has Jesus been knocking on the door of your heart, seeking to come in and fill your life with only that which he can fill? Peace, joy, contentment, and love fill you with his love. Have we responded and have we said to Jesus, maybe later or maybe even worse, no room for you today, Jesus. I have no room. I have no time for you. I have overbooked myself. I have overscheduled my time. And by the time I get to the end of the day, I'm tired and I fall asleep. And then the next day and the next week and the next month. Now, there was one innkeeper, one innkeeper who told them that there was room. There was room, there was a place for them. And again, they gladly took it. You know, Jesus stands at the door of our hearts, knocking, knocking to come in. He desires to make us whole, to mend our broken hearts, our broken lives and fill us to overflowing with his love. When we were put together in our mother's womb, he had a plan for us then, as he has a plan for you and me now. Why is it we try everything else when we need help? Instead of going to the one who created us, the one who knows us better than we know ourselves, and why is it we believe what others say above what the Bible says about Jesus? What he says. This Christmas, maybe we need to change what we believe about the babe who was born in the manger in Bethlehem. Maybe 
just maybe we need to look deeper into who Jesus is and find out why God gave us his son, his only son. Maybe we need to tell Jesus there is room for him in our hearts, that we've moved some things around in order to make room for him, to give him that place, the first place in our hearts and in our lives. I want to wish each and every one of you a very Merry Christmas. May this Christmas be filled with all that God can give you, his peace. May you find joy, contentment, and most importantly, may you find his love in your hearts as you move stuff over, as you rearrange your life to put him first, to make him first in your life. This Christmas will be so memorable and it will be the best gift that you receive. Merry Christmas and I will see you next time. Thank you for joining Cindy for this week's devotion. We hope that you were encouraged and that you subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. We look forward to getting together with you again next week.